Mr. Hambert, realtor, puffed his way along the creaking downstairs hall. He didn't like this tall gray house. He didn't like the way his footsteps echoed disconcertingly from every side at once. He didn't like the way the stiff, white furnishing seemed to be waiting for someone to come back. He didn't like the way this house felt, chilly and muffled and half-petrified, like something stuffed into the back of a freezer. This made him think about frozen steak, which made him think about dinner, which made him all the more eager to finish this tour and get out of here. He put on his shiniest smile. It's an unusual situation, of course, he told the client trailing quietly behind him. Selling the house complete with its contents, that is, though it's not unheard of on this street. Mr. Hambert cast a glance through the parlor windows at the towering stone house next door. Then he made his smile even shinier. Besides, you are a rather unusual client. The young man behind him gave a start. You must be the youngest homebuyer I've worked with, Mr. Hambert explained. Oh, said the young man, the very tall, very thin young man, in a voice so deep that it seemed to be coming from somewhere beneath his feet. Hmm. Mr. Hambert beamed. They just don't build grand old places like this anymore, do they? He asked, moving onward down the hall. So much space, so much charm. He opened the next door and groped for a light switch. A gust of air, thick with spice and smoke, drifted out into the hall. So much history. The light switch clicked. A dusty chandelier flared to life, illuminating what had once been a formal dining room. It was clearly not a dining room anymore. The long table was littered with bits of strange plants. Purple leaves, fuzzy blue berries, flowers on black stems that twisted like corkscrews. The sideboard was arrayed with trays of unfriendly-looking brass tools. A huge stuffed raven perched on the curtain rod. In one corner, a human skull, which might or might not have been made of plastic, grinned from atop an ink-spattered desk. Oh, said Mr. Hambert in a wobbly voice. Well, as I was saying, he closed the door with a decisive bang. So much history. He gave the client another smile. Shall we continue? Puffing a bit more loudly now, Mr. Hambert trundled to the end of the hall. He had just reached the foot of the stairs when a soft thump came from the floor above. Did you hear that? Mr. Hambert asked. The young man shook his head. Mr. Hambert stood still for a moment listening. The tall gray house kept quiet. Never mind, the realtor said loudly. Must have been the house settling. These old places, you know, these grand historic old places. The stairs groaned under his tasseled loafers. The house has three good-sized bedrooms, along with- He stopped. Another sound, the soft, rapid rhythm of running feet- seemed to echo from the head of the stairs before dwindling quickly away again, leaving the house as still as it had been before. Mr. Hambert pulled a tissue from his pocket and blotted his forehead. What was I saying? Oh, yes, three bedrooms, two and one-half baths. They stepped into the upper hall.
Just ahead of them, a wisp of pale fabric vanished through an open doorway. Mr. Hambert swallowed audibly. Bedroom number one, he announced, sounding a bit like someone who's just been punched in the stomach. He reached out and gave the door a nervous inward push. The door pushed back. It closed with a slam right in Mr. Hambert's shiny face. The sound Mr. Hambert made was something between a gasp and a honk. He wheeled around, loafers squealing, and bounded back down the staircase three steps at a time. I'll buy it, the young man called from behind him. Excellent, shouted Mr. Hambert, streaking toward the front door. I'm sure you'll be very happy here. He wrenched the door open with both sweaty hands. Congratulations. Congratulations.